Good morning, ICF Rome and our world family. You know, I'm coming to you live today from my home. Things have changed here in Rome, and uh, there's some quarantines going on, and like was going on in northern Italy for some period of time. So now we can't have church, and so we've had to uh, make some changes, and what we thought we would be doing this weekend has changed. You know, life is kind of like that. So as I intro this message for this weekend, I want you to know you're not seeing what normally is happening here in Rome with this live stream. You're seeing your pastor from his home here in Rome telling you God's still got this. And today I have a word for you. And I want you to listen in today and watch what God is about to do. Throughout this service, you will be able to um, request prayer, send a note, and there are people available on the Facebook team right now that will be giving you um, information. And throughout this message, as you scroll with the Facebook, you will be seeing uh, additional scriptures and things um, that we're praying is going to work. Um, you know, God's got this. And, and as I go into this message today, um, and there'll be time at the end, like we always do, for prayer. And I believe today we're in a moment where we need God to do some supernatural things in our lives. So let me pray as we begin. Lord, today we come to you with hearts that God somehow need to be touched and encouraged and changed. We've got lives and that have been disrupted all over the world, and not just here in Rome, not just here in Italy, but all over. Uh, and God, today, we need your word to help us. We need your word to encourage us. We need your word to direct us. And Lord, I know how appropriate it is that God, seven months ago, when you gave me the words to put in a sermon for this day, it's amazing how this has all worked out, but you know our destinies. And today, as I communicate that to your people, I pray that they will be touched and encouraged and their lives will be changed. In Jesus' name, amen. So today, as you listen, maybe for some of you, it's to be the first time you've ever done this. And I know some of our people in Rome are used to coming in with hundreds of people and getting to worship and, and take an offering a certain way and, um, you know, march and dance to the front. And it's all just part of what we do. And it's, it's God's family. It's, it's our church. And, and you from around the world that have logged in and partnered with us from, um, even visiting for us in, in Rome at a period of time, you went back to your country and said, you know, I'm going to make that my church. And we're so grateful that you've joined us today. And throughout this time, there'll be people communicating with you through the Facebook. If you need prayer, don't, don't worry. We're going to pray with you. And then at the end of this, it'll take the team just a little bit of time, but then they are going to actually put that in all the other platforms. 
So there's going to be a little delay there, but all the SoundCloud and the YouTube Live and the live stream and all those other things we normally do that some of you are saying, hey, where's my pastor at? You, don't worry. If, if you've gotten the message from my teams that you are going to do Facebook now and, and maybe you don't have Facebook and, and, and you're saying, hey, my friend had to tell me this. Well, in just a little while, it'll be in all those other platforms and you can watch the tape version of this. So let's start. You know, as we have been on a series on Faith Moves Our Destinies, it, it, it to me is incredible, our Bible verse, so that your faith might not rest, get that, faith not rest in human wisdom, but in God's power, in God's power. You know, this coronavirus has um, changed some people. It, it has uh, changed the way families do things. It's the way our schools have been shut down, our businesses have been shut down. And, and we're probably sitting in our homes today wondering what in the world is going to happen. And I know there's time changes, and some of you are not going to see this for a few hours, but I do know this, that the word I'm about to give you is going to help you, whether you're listening to it right now or you listen to it in, in a few hours from now. I know God is going to give you some encouragement today, and I believe he's given me that word. As, as you look at the things that have been happening, you know, I, I, in case you missed week one and week two, I'm, I want to recap for just a moment so we're not just jumping you into week number three. You know, we talked about in week number one that man's wisdom in the natural. You know, we can only be so intelligent and our wisdom is limited. And, and and, and your wisdom helps you in your day-to-day -day operations of your life, on your life's journey. And, but our request sometimes is, I need more wisdom. I, I pray that's one of your requests, I need more wisdom. Well, if you need more wisdom, the Bible says in James 1, 5, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask God. And this is what he does. He gives generously to all. Without finding fault with us, he's saying, you know, I'm going to give this to you, and it will be given you. So today, if you need some wisdom in dealing with these life's crises, God's ready to give you the wisdom. But we're not to rely on man's wisdom. The verse says we're going to look at God's wisdom, who is, I believe, and as I defined it, a supernatural wisdom. God's wisdom is different than man's wisdom. So if we lack wisdom, we can ask God to help us, but I still think asking God to help us, direct us, lead us, encourage us, it's in a supernatural way that he does that. And so if we look to God, his uh, incredible reach into our lives, in every form of our life, every part of our life, it's amazing how God can do it. See, if we listen to what I'm about to tell you, see, if God can create us, then he can direct us. You know, you've heard me say as your pastor so many times, you know, if, if God can create us, then he can fix us. I, that's one of my lines. I've used it for years. But I've made this message 
help you understand that not only can he fix you, but he can direct you. Because some of the times we just need God's direction in our lives in order to combat the things that we're dealing with, to, to make sure that we're not doing what we shouldn't be doing. And, and I believe that if God is going to help us create and work through our destinies, then we've got to make sure we're using his supernatural wisdom. See, that week one, we talked about we're in God's hands. And we, matter of fact, as a church, we were singing. I even asked my live stream audience to sing with me. He's got the whole world in his hands. You know, it doesn't matter what key you were singing in. It's the fact of the matter that you believe God's got you right there. And if he's got you right there, that means he can help you because he has you. And it's personal. Our God is a personal God. He loves you. He cares for you. And as I said in that, week he's got a plan for your life you know jeremiah 29 11 says it exactly what i just said i know the plans for i have for you declares the lord the lord is declaring that man's not declaring that the lord is declaring that plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future then verse 12 that a lot of people don't go to but listen then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. Man, I love it that God listens to us. So that if you pray, God's listening. If you talk, God's listening. See, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. So those emphasis then for that next week was that God is not there to harm you. Because God's got a plan not to harm you. That's what the scripture says, not to harm you. Bible says in Isaiah chapter 54, verse number 17, no weapon formed against you, another version says forged against you, will prevail. So these attacks that are attacking us right now in the world, they're not going to prevail. So you got to lift your head up. And I know that you may be discouraged because you've been homebound now for a, a couple weeks and some of you have not been able to get out and, and do your normal life. I got that. I'm doing the same thing. I'm, I'm here locked in a home in, in Rome. But I, this one thing I know, God has me. God has our team in their hand. God's got you in his hands and he's ready to help you. He's ready to wrap his arms of love around you. He's ready to reach out to your situation and say, I've got this. I've got something to tell you. That's what God's saying to you today. So don't be listening to everything else, and I'll deal with that later in this message. Because if we listen to everybody else, you know, our world's coming to an end right now. I mean, it's over. That's not good. That's not God's plan. God's plan is not to harm you. So what are we going to do? What I read in that Bible verse at the end of that chapter was, what do we do now? <laughs> we trust in our God. That was our week number two. We got to trust in God. We got to believe his word. His word has the promises. If we listen to the word, then his promises, the Bible says, are yea and amen. That means, yes, they're going to happen. I love it when they happen. God's promises come through for us. 
you know, and I know today there's families sitting around a computer or however you hook this all up. And so it's, you know, not just one person listening to this, it's a bunch of people listening. You know, as, as you declare that, you know, that Isaiah 54, 17 says, I want you to know I got you, that no weapon, you've got to believe that. So it doesn't mean any attack. It, it, it means not any attack, not anything that's going to come your way is going to prevail. That's Isaiah 54, 17. So not only do we trust in our God, not only do we believe his word, not only do we stand on his promises, but we call on God. Then you will call on me. You know, if there's ever a time for us to pray, it's, it's now. Our world needs to turn to God. You, as an individual, you need to seek God. Go after God. Pray. Take this time that we have been isolated and put in our homes for some of us in the world. Take this time to spend more time in prayer. Because this is what God is asking. If you'll call on me, I'll listen to you. And I'll take care of it. So, you know, this title of Faith Moves. To me, it means that there's got to be some action, and we're going to deal with that today in, in, in the whole message. Because the second part of our scripture of the month is, what no eye has seen, nor ear heard, what human mind has conceived, the things God has prepared for those who love Him. These are the things that God has revealed to us by his spirit. So if he's revealing this to us, that means we can comprehend this. We can grasp this. So many times people say, well, I don't know that I can get this. Well, God is going to help us. He's going to give us encouragement. And I believe the encouragement can come through messages like this. And I, I pray that all of you will share this word today with your friends and neighbors, and maybe this is the time that you just say, hey, neighbor, through a message to them, hey, listen to this. Or people that you know are, are on, the, on the different types of platforms, hey, listen to my pastor. He's got something to say to us today. So I, I love the part, the no eye has seen. Because, <laughs> man, your eyes can see a lot, right? I mean, you can think of a lot. What God has prepared. What God has prepared. Remember, the preparation was not to harm us. Remember from week before. So if that's the case, and that's what we're believing, then I guarantee you that as you look to this, and you look to this day, and this message, I want you to know that, you know, as Paul was writing this, he was saying a lot. He was repeating what was stated in the Old Testament, but he was, he was saying it to us in the New Testament, listen, what the prophet of old had said, but listen to what the word is today. You know, Isaiah said it in the Old Testament, Paul repeats it in the New Testament, but he must have felt that the word in the Old Testament was very valuable for those in the New Testament. And here, listen to me today. If it was valuable for the New Testament, it's valuable for us today. It's valuable. And if it's valuable, that means we need to pay attention to it. 
I want you to know that God has this for us today. God listens to us. And, and God heals us, and God directs us, and God ministers to us. And if that's the case, you know, as God does these things for us, there is going to be a plan that is going to reach out. And we're going to say, wow, look what God has done. Look what God is doing in our lives. So, so the eye hasn't seen it, you know, and, and most of us have, have heard. Now, I wanted to hear this heard about the effects of the coronavirus because of what the news agencies have said or or what has uh, been written in, in certain uh, documents. But most of us have not personally seen the coronavirus. But it still doesn't reduce what we have heard in our mind, seen with our eye, it doesn't reduce that. If you have thought, hey, I'm not paying attention to this, then my friend, I don't know what planet you're on, but you need to wake up your mind to know this is a real deal here. And, and if it's real, then we need to be proactive. We just can't be, sit back and say this is not going to happen to us. I want you to know my mom, who is 83 years of age, each day I call her at a certain time and I encourage her and, and, and try to help direct her the best I can. And, but when you reach 83, you know, sometimes you don't take a lot of direction. I'm the son, so she usually is telling me, which I love her direction in my life. But one of the things I've told her is, Mom, listen, don't go out running around right now. This ain't the time. For you to go visit people this isn't the time for you to go do extra things out in the city don't do that make sure you have plenty of supplies in which she counted everything that she's got and i understand in america you guys are all concerned about toilet paper over there i don't understand that but i i got that i've seen the pictures myself and and so i had my mom count how many toilet paper she had in the house she had 31. I said, Mom, I think we've got this covered. Now, don't any of you go raiding my mom's toilet paper pantry right now. That wouldn't be good. Leave that lady alone. She's fine. She's got everything she needs. But when you look at it from that perspective, in the natural, we have so many things we need to get by. But God is saying to you, not only the things that you need in the day-to-day -day operations of life can I make sure you got, but I'm going to make sure everything above that I'm going to take care of for you. Wow. Everything above that. So all spiritual needs, he's going to take care of. All physical needs, he's going to take care of. My God shall supply. Get that. My God, your God, shall supply. All your needs, according to his riches. I mean, I don't think God is in short supply of anything. Matter of fact, I know God is not in short supply of anything. So today, if you need peace of mind, he can give you peace of mind. If you need encouragement, he can lift you up. You know, sometimes you say, well, how's that going to happen? I'm asking you today to do a few things. You're going to put some action. If you're going to have your faith move your destinies, 
as your pastor, I'm going to ask you to put some action behind what I'm saying to you today. I'm going to ask you to put some action. I'm going to say it one more time. I'm going to ask you to put some action. That means movement. Now, don't break the laws. Don't run out of the house right now and, and go where you're not supposed to go. I'm not saying that. But sometimes we got to put some action. So today I want to give you some action. So if the action is we got to do something for God to move our destinies, then what would be a good thing for us to do? Well, I believe that one of the very first things we got to do is we've got to pray. You say, Pastor, you said that in week one, and you said it in week two. You're saying it again in week three? Yes. We got to pray. Ask God. Call on God. If we call on God, he will listen and respond to your request. And I think God knows what we need. But like I say to our people here in Rome a lot, it doesn't matter. It doesn't hurt you to say to God, hey, God, I need. God loves us. We're his children. He wants us to say, hey, Lord, I need some help here. I need some direction. I need some wisdom. I, I, I got to get these this situation under control in my own life, in my family. I need some help. And God is going to help you. And, and he's going to do some incredible things to help you. So if your eye hasn't seen it, and the part of that's number two is that no ear has seen, no ear has heard it. So it's not that your eye hasn't seen it, it, it it's that your ear hasn't heard it. Just because you've been told something, like I told you in week one about the directions. Here in Italy, people love to give directions. Most of the time, it's not even close to being correct. They'll tell you, go down here, go down there, Sinistra, you know, it's crazy. And they're just making it up. And, and because you're so gullible, you listen to them and you trust them. And, and they sent you on a wild goose chase. I'm telling you, it's not true. But we're, we're good as in our human nature just to listen to what somebody says. Listen, friend. Don't listen to what everybody else is saying. Listen to what God is saying. God says, I'm going to take care of you. God says, I can heal you. God says, I can heal your land. So if we believe that, then the negative input is what I'm trying to say is going to come from outside sources. I'm going to say that again. The negative input is going to come from outside sources. And sometimes those outside sources are people that are even close to us. And we're saying, wow, well, I, I should be able to trust that person. That's my brother or whatever. Listen. Trust God. Listen to God. And see what God will do. So, you know, I, I, I made fun in that first week a lot of, you know, the direction part. But now we're in a pretty difficult thing. This coronavirus is going to need some help. It's going to need us having direction. And so I'm going to go on record right now. It's recorded. It's going to be all over the world in just a little while. But I'm going on record that the Bible teaches us to obey the laws of the land. And right now, the governments in these countries, wherever you're living, wherever you are staying right this moment, has some rules and regulations. 
And I'm asking you, as a man of God, to listen to the rules and the laws of that particular land for this particular moment. And you've got to trust that those laws and those directives are being put there for a reason. They're there to help you. They're there to protect you. So this is going to be, I'm sure, <laughs> I know how Facebook works and I know how these all these other instant messages and all the messenger pages and platforms, I got it. This is going to be one of those dis discussions today and for the next few days because we're locked away in these, these homes right now all over the world, is that this is one of those subjects going to be, my pastor said, that guy from Rome said, well, what I'm saying to you is the Bible says, the Bible says, obey the laws of the land and, um, and obey those that have rule over us. So if you're trying to think, well, I'm going to come up with my own plan. I'm going to do what I think. My friend, that is not what God's saying. God is saying, do what the word says. So if God, we're asking God for direction, we're asking God for help, then I can tell you that God's ready to help you. And one of the things he's got in place is for these government agencies to help us. So if he says in the government agency process that these are some things you should do, wash your hands. Well, wash your hands. Don't argue about that. I've washed my hands more times in the last few weeks than probably I've done in months. Now, it's bad on me. I should probably wash my hands more. But it, since these rules came out, man, I've been washing. Every time I walk in, I, I wash, I change rooms, I'm washing, I'm putting the hands, I'm doing it. I'm obeying. In our church, before we got locked out, we changed the rules of handshakes, hugs, and you know, in, in Italy, they do the kiss, you know, the kiss, left kiss, right? You know, and, and we did away with that. We called it the elbow bump. Now, we were doing some of these things before the governments even started putting some of these things into place. Why? Because I thought these could help protect us. But now that the governments have come in with these directives, it even makes to us more of the rules of the land that we should obey. And I'm asking you to obey. I'm asking you to obey whatever the guidelines are. So don't go out in the congregations. Don't, don't go out and, and visit people if it's in the country that the rules are these. Now, I know in America, they're making schools closing, just like we have in Italy. Uh, you know, in other European countries, stores are closed. You know, the bare and essential places. Here in Italy, we wait in line to get in the grocery store. There's only so many people allowed in the store, and it's not very many. When someone has checked out, then you're allowed in. And, and I, can, I can tell you, I've seen the pictures, uh, you know, because we do world news here in Italy. We don't just do the American news or you know, we do the world news. And, and there's certain countries that, you know, they've gotten this information and it's almost like a rebellious stage. We're just going to do it our own way. Well, listen, friends, we the church, we the Christians need to do it what God is saying. And God is saying, obey the laws of the land. So I hope you've heard me today. I hope you've heard me on this point that we're going to allow the Lord to help us. But God has got in place some 
some rules and regulations that have been set up from the government agencies in our countries. And in Italy, there's a whole lot more than what I just hit. I'm just telling you. I've just hit those two, but there are many more. Obey them all. Obey all the rules. And when you have spiritual leaders in your life help give you direction, listen to what they're saying to you. The third part of that is no human mind can conceive. Listen, you know me, I think big. We're in the, we're in the final stages of buying the very first church building for ICF Rome. 31 years of existence and we're just on the verge. In the middle of the coronavirus and the lockdown here, uh, your pastor and some of our leaders are still in negotiations on phones and through emails with, with brokers and lawyers and, and business people to make this happen. And, and, and when you think about it, in my mind, I think, well, we got to keep going on this. I know I'm in my home and I can't go out to see these guys eyeball to eyeball, but I can, I can read what they're giving me. I can trust what my lawyers are saying, that, and we're going to make a good decision. So all our ICF family that have been praying for this and our world family that have been praying for the direction for the future. Listen, it's our future. It's our destiny. I hope you're hearing my heart today. We can't just rely on today and today's coronavirus. Yes, it's serious. Yes, we need to abide by the rules. Yes, this is, this is not good. But there is going to be a tomorrow. Lift up your hearts. Lift up your faith. God is helping us to march through this. And all through the Bible, there have been account after account after account of difficulties. And in those difficulties, when the, the group of people trusted in God, God was there to help fight their battles. God was there to help them with the victory. And I want you to know, if even though your mind can't conceive it, God's got it. And I know my mind, I think a lot, a lot of people say, Pastor, you're kind of hyper when it comes to what you think and how big. You know, when we thought we could reach a million people in 10 years, people in America even said, how are you going to do that? My answer was very simple, God. I, I didn't know all the plans. I didn't know all the, I, God didn't write it down for me and say, okay, do this, do this, do this. But this is the one thing I learned once I got here, that there is an open door in this city of Rome. Though we have 4 million people, there's an open door to preach the gospel. And as long as this door is open, we're going to preach the gospel. And then the platforms of the, the internet and how we got the word out, it was amazing. I don't know how this all works, but this one thing I know is that God helps us. And while we're doing this, God directs us. So listen. If you can think big, God can think bigger. Did you hear what I just said? If you can dream big, God can put dreams in you that are bigger. So don't just think that how we see it, how we listen to it, you know, and how our minds can put it all together. God has a way of going beyond that. 
Listen, I'm one of those guys, hey, let's put it on paper. Let's draw it out. Let's get all the nuts and bolts together. And I'm probably speaking to people like that. Right now, you're saying, that's me, Pastor. I like to write, write it out, do my pros and cons. How's this going to work? How's that going to work? All I know is this. At the end of the day, it's up to me to do my part. But then I'm going to trust God to do his part. And I'm going to place this. I'm going to place this building and all the negotiation. It's in God's hands. If God wants us to have this building, it's all going to work out. You say, Pastor, you say that with so much confidence. Listen, I believe God. He's got my back. He's got my best for me. He has the plans for me. And if he has the plans for me, he controls my destinies. But my faith is going to play an important part in that movement, in that process. Faith moves our destinies. See, see, God is expecting you. God is expecting me to walk out this faith. Not what my eye sees, but I'm going to walk. I'm going to move. Say, when do I do it? When God says. In God's timing. His timing is always perfect. Listen, my friends, I didn't expect the coronavirus to hit Italy right in the middle of us negotiating uh, for a building, the first one in 31 years. I, I didn't know that, but I trust God. I didn't know we wouldn't be able to have church. We wouldn't have our small groups. We wouldn't have our all of our connect activities that we do. I didn't know that. I didn't know, I, even as of this past week, I didn't know I couldn't have all my toys that's in our church to do all this that I'm trying to do for my home, uh, you know, without all our tech kids here to do it. All I know is this, I trust God. I trust God to help us. I help. I trust God as he gives me these words to give you. They, you're going to pass them on. In a few hours, this will be all over the world. This message of, that I've just given you is going to be all the world. See, God is not asking you just to walk it out. He's asking you to demonstrate it out. So your actions are going to be seen by others. Your words are going to be seen by others. You say, words seen, because right now we're writing a lot of our words. They're going to be seen. But when you talk to somebody, let your words give forth faith. Let your words give forth positive expectations. You know, there's an opposite of positive. I don't think we as Christians should walk in the negative. No eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has prepared for those who love him. I love him. I'm asking you to love him. Maybe you're in the middle of this crisis like all the rest of us, and you're saying, man, I haven't been following God. I've been doing my own thing in my life. Well, I can tell you today, I'm going to say a prayer in just a minute, and you're going to have the opportunity to invite Jesus into your life. And listen, when you get God in your life, it's going to help form your destinies. When you've got God out of your life, your destinies, your futures are all on you. 
I'd rather have God that created this universe and God that created me helping me with my destinies, helping our church with our destinies, helping your businesses with your the destinies of your business. God, let him do it. Trusting him. Give it to God. Today I'm asking you to give God your life. Give God your dreams. Give God your hopes and your your families and your situation. Give it to God. And I can guarantee you that if you're giving it to God, God's going to come through for you. He said, I'll listen to you and I will respond. Listen, when God responds, remember from week two, it's not to harm you, but it's to prosper you and to bless you. God's blessing, we can't count them. There used to be a hymn in the church and still sometimes we sing it, count your blessings. Name them one by one. My friend, <laughs> there is no way you can count all the blessings of God in your life. But today maybe it's what you should do. Just sit back after this is all over and start saying, okay, God, let me count them. Let me count the days that you've helped me. Let me count the miracles that you've given for me. Let me count the answers of prayer that you've done in my life. All I know is, my friend, God's got this. So God is expecting you to live out. Live it. Every day, live it. Even though right now some of us are confined, we still got to live. We still got to exercise faith. We still got to believe. Because we're going to trust that God's going to help us. So fill your mind with his word. Share these kind of messages with your brothers and sisters and, and neighbors and people around the world. Say, hey, you need to listen to this. In the midst of this terrible situation that's happening in the world. And you know, I know that there's people today. God told me this morning when I was praying that there's going to be people that hear this message today that have the virus. I want you to know, I'm gonna pray for a miracle for your life, that that virus will be lifted out of your body. See, if God can heal all, the Bible says, all manner of sickness and disease. So that means God can heal coronavirus. Are you listening? That means God can heal coronavirus. That's not a virus that God says, oh, I can heal everything else, but I can't heal that one. No, 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 no. My God can heal coronavirus. So when I pray, I'm telling you, I'm going to pray for a miracle. For, there may only be one person that hears this in the sense that they have the virus. But I want those of you faith-filled believers, I want you to share that message that God can heal you. If you come in, you know, hear of somebody saying, hey, I'm going to pray. Let your prayers get to the throne room of God and watch how God is going to answer them. So today, my friend, if you don't have God living in your life, today make him Lord of your life. I'll say that prayer in just a moment. Second, look, if you're battling with what's all going on and the changes that are happening right now in our world, listen, trust God. Faith moves our destinies. And lastly, use the tools that God has given us to fulfill these destinies in our life. Don't sit back and say, hey, these few weeks or months that we're locked in or, you know, we've got these uh, restrictions on our life, they're, they're just a waste. No, no, no. Use these moments 
to get closer to God and to hear his voice. Let him speak to you. These are some special moments. In my notes I wrote, look, we will probably never, never forget this moment. We will probably never forget this season of time in our lives. That this happened. In 2020, this happened. But I want you to know there's coming an end to this. And we're going to look back and say that was for that time. And in the end of the day, God's still going to get honor. And God's still going to get glory. And we, the church, are going to lift him up and shout his name out loud. God, you're still on the throne. You're still the God that delivers. You're still the God that comes through when we need you. And we need you. We need you now, God, to help us. So I want you to pray wherever you are in the world, right now in your home, your offices, wherever, wherever you're at watching this, I want you to pray with me right now. Lord Jesus, we've come to you today thinking, talking, believing that God, you're going to move our destinies. We never knew, God, that we'd be having a time that I have to preach the gospel from my home. I never, ever, ever dreamed that, God. And probably there's people listening now on their computers or phones or whatever televisions, God, that they're saying, I never thought there'd be that day that I'd be confined to this chair, this home, and, and this is my only way. I can't go to my church. But God, you know all things. And we trust that you all know all things. And I've got some people, God, that's going to listen to this message or have listened to it, and they're saying, God, I need your help. And God, for those that you are not the Lord of their life, I want you to come into their life. If that's you right now and you say, hey, pastor, I need to say that prayer, I want you to repeat this prayer with me. We say it every week in our church. Dear Lord Jesus, you say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart, into my life, into my life. And from this day forward, say it, from this day forward, for the rest of my life, I will live for you. You say, I will live for you. The things I was doing that were sin, I will stop doing. You're going to say, I will stop doing. Because you've come into my life and you've changed me. You know, if you just said that prayer, God just came into your life. And God has forgiven all your sins. And you're getting to wipe the slate clean and start brand new. You say, Pastor, what do I do now? You can log on to our website, icfrome.org. It'll be posted there in a little bit. And I've got some discipling tools that'll help you. We've linked arms with some a great organization called Network 211, and they've got some tools that's going to help us. They're going to help you, and you can send us an email and say, hey, what do I do now? We'll help you. I've got prayer workers right now online with me that if you say, hey, I need some prayer in this area, or what do I do now? I'm telling you, they're going to, they're going to get online with you right now and help you. The second part of my prayer today is that we're going to pray for the situation in this world. So believers, let's pray. Lord Jesus, today, we never thought this day would come. But what we do know is you've got this. 
We trust you. We believe you. No eye has seen, no ear has heard what God has prepared for those that love him. And Lord, we know what you have prepared for us. You didn't say we weren't going to have trouble. You didn't say in the world there wasn't going to be trouble. Matter of fact, you said there would be trouble. And right now, Lord, we've got some trouble. But what you've prepared for us is only good. And Lord, I pray that those that have the virus right now in Jesus' name be healed. You said, Lord, by your stripes we are healed. And Lord, I don't know why you had me up at 5 o'clock this morning praying, but this one thing I know is that God, that person that may be listening right now that has that virus and thinking their world is coming to an end, their life is over. I pray in Jesus' name you heal them. Do it, Lord, I pray. And Lord, I thank you that you've not only answered that prayer, but those that are frustrated with the situation, the circumstances they're dealing with, you're going to help them. God, for children that, that are watching our kid videos, maybe they were sent in the other room and they got to watch our, our, our children's church happen. You know, Lord, God, encourage them today. Help parents and work out the details of, of now having to make some arrangement changes. Lord, help us to obey the laws of the land. Lord, I pray that you bring a speedy halt to this situation. Protect our world, Jesus. We're calling on you. God, for my church family, God, I pray that you protect them. Lord, you help them. And like I say every week in our church, Lord, bless them. Take care of them. Protect them. Lord, I pray the same prayer today for them. Protect them and help them. So today, if you've listened to this, I, I know that he said, Pastor, thank you for this message today. Please send us a note. ICFRome.org, you know, you can go on there and there's all kinds of ways to click to do things. But I really need you to get this word out today. Get the world word out to the world. I know we have the diplomats in our church and there's so many of you that have logged on, watched. You're going to be watching later. Uh, others will be watching later. I, I want you to don't just keep this to yourself. Get this word out. Blow it up. Our normal reach on a normal weekend is, you know, 15,000 or whatever it is. I, I want to see 150,000 more or more watch this because I believe this word was relevant for today. It was in today's situation. And I pray the prayer believing that God is going to stop this virus and God's going to protect you and God's going to help you. So get this word out. I love you. Don't worry. This will be live, whether it's from my home or back in my church on Sunday. We're going to go live next week as well. We'll have some announcements throughout the week on our different platforms to encourage you. There's still kids programs going on as far as on live and on streams. So parents take advantage of those things. Teenagers take advantage of the things that we're giving you to help you during this shut-in time. So God bless you. We love you. And we'll see you soon. And for those of you that are contributors to our church, you can go online. It's going to be posted here in just a few moments on how to give online. Please take advantage of that. And those of you involved in our legacy campaign, please take advantage. Don't quit giving. We're still buying the building, so we need your help. 
don't forget our missions. Our missionaries are still doing what they're doing, and we got to keep funding them. So don't worry. The banks are still open, and we can still pay our missionaries, and we can still take care of all the needs that, are, that we have. And uh, one last thing, if you're here in Roman, You've watched this, and and maybe you're having a crisis with the with the because you don't have any funds or or food or, or you need some help. Just please send us a note, and, and we'll figure out some things to help you. And um, because we we're here to help, uh, we don't want you to be uh, stranded or no way, and nobody can reach out to you. We're going to try to do what we can do to help you. We love you, and we're going to be God's instruments in our city. To, to reach out to you. God bless you. Listen in next week. We love you.